Hey, horsey. What's going on? What is going on with you, man? Friend, another 90 degree day that I hate. Been a yeah. solid run of them lately. Yeah, we are in a heat wave. Getting out there this much? It's like reminiscent of the, uh, like it feels like an 80 summer, like just scorching day after day. Like these are how I remembered summers. I remember just like watching the Grant Park parades going, why are they out there? <laughs> and I never missed one of those. Everything from my TV, there's air conditioning, and it's not going to take me two hours to get home. Yeah, I always went and I never could hear anything and just had to see it that night on TV. <laughs> so I was always like way too deep because I was never going to get there early and like camp out a spot. Sure. For anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, these are the Bulls championship rallies, of which there were six in the summertime during our... Heard of you. That was pretty like close now, but I was 21. Oh, yeah. Came to an end, 21, 22. Yeah, that was... Uh... It was where the 90s. That's when we had that one heat wave where everybody died. Everyone thought everyone was dying in Chicago. How did that happen? I have no idea. But that was one of the many things as a kid that you think is much more likely. Just dying, walking <laughs> around in the heat, just falling over. I remember I was in school and I was uh, I visited a buddy in Ohio. It was like during that. And they're like, what the hell is going on? Are you okay? Do you need to call home? Check in on everyone? <laughs> anyone pass out yet it's like no they're dead i live with you now you thought i was visiting i just moved in oh so yeah it's gonna be hot and it's gonna be hot we're going out tonight dude we're outdoor dining with a couple of other couples and uh right after this recording how you feeling you excited it's your first time out and about with yeah i'm excited i shaved i was like should i shave i guess i should i haven't been out in a few months treated it like an event yeah, it'll be good. It's a great local spot. Just sit out in the parking lot. It'll be good to just get out, talk to some, have some adult conversations other than this. <laughs> <laughs> other than ones we broadcast to the world. <laughs> I'm going to end up just talking about all this stuff that we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember saying whipped? Do you guys <laughs> oh, you guys sit next to your wife? Oh, <laughs> I yeah, uh, like this place, but I'm already predicting there's going to be a problem with the Southwest egg rolls because I, I love their Southwest egg rolls, this place. It's Horse Thief Paolo. You ever been to that joint? Uh, brewery, yeah? Yeah. So I, I really like those. I know I'm, I'm not going to get enough, but I'm going to act like, oh, no, 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 I already had one, but I want all of them. You ever feel that way? I mean, <laughs> that? now more than ever, sneezing on them does the trick. Yeah, Exactly. Or you'd be like, you know what? We're just going to get our own roll, our own order of them. Just when they get there, like, I feel like, I, I think I'm fine, but I feel like a little bit. Dude, the Southwest egg roll, uh, first of all, has somehow avoided being called out for appropriation all this time. But second of all... <laughs> you has, take issue with the Southwest? I mean, I, I just, it's avoided it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but at the same time, has evolved from like, who started that? It's everywhere. And it's my first time I saw thing. him was Chili's. That's what you I don't cut them in half. You got you to gotta cut them like the angled middle. Oh, man. You got to give them like that uh, adventures and babysitting look, that building. <laughs> like I picture cutting them being a very difficult job. Well, you're trying to get that thing. angle right. We were getting them from uh, this place, you know, carry out the mm -hmm. last couple of months. And they, they ship them, they carry out their whole. I've never seen them in the whole form. Wow. I was like, you guys are safe with me. I know how to cut you. Because I think if you do it halfway, it's not as uh, they're easier to dip. Is that the, the angle? Is that why they they do it that way? I think it's a big part of it. Um, if you cut them straight on, does your doorbell ring immediately? And they're like, give them back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hand them over. You don't deserve Southwest egg rolls. Out here, it's the, the I think it's the southwest southwest side of Chicago. That's why they call them that. They're just regular egg rolls. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you think it's egg rolls with shot guacamole? New Mexico and I don't really know what it is. I just, uh, there's no egg in it, is it? Or is that the batter? Is that where the egg comes from? Yeah, it's like an egg batter. Checks out then. How about you, dude? What's going on with you? I've been in this pattern of waking up very early or going very late for bike rides, which uh, yeah. has been my only source of doing anything. You know who I hate is these, uh, have you ever seen these like, these lay down bicycles now? 
Oh yeah. They're basically like hammocks with a steering wheel. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah. just like a guy with a helmet on and a banana riding past you. <laughs> right. And they pass you. I mean, it's so easy on the downhill. They're a bobsled team. They've got everything going for them. Oh yeah. They're like a rocket coming down mm-hmm. there. Right, and they're laying back like leisurely or are they doing no, is a workout? Having no difficulties whatsoever. Just laying back. They're literally like they're pedaling a hammock. It's awful. <laughs> it looks like they're kind of like reluctant to get out there. They're kind of like, ah, uh, I guess I'll go. <laughs> I'll go if I can lay down. Fine. <laughs> by a bike that comes with a pillow i imagine like when when they get home like their wife has to take their clothes off of them in there like, they don't want to do it themselves it's like you do it you gotta they have like do they have like sides too kind of it's really like a like a hammock that yeah it, it, it looks like it's very strange i don't know what are those called i have no idea bike beds bike beds portable cabanas Remember that kid in Silver Spoons had a bike bed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't he have a car bed? He slept in the car. Oh, car bed. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I'm looking up these lay-down bikes. Oh, they're called recumbent, maybe. No, I thought that recumbent was just like the stationary bikes. Am I wrong about that? These may also be called the recumbent bikes. <laughs> specifically say that Jim is incorrect on there? Says Jim doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't know. Both, I think. Anyway, would you ever get one? I would not. I would not. I, um, I don't like them. And then yesterday, I, had, I got passed by the opposite. I got passed by a guy who was on one of those bicycles with a motor on it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, street legal? Uh, this was on a trail. I, there's a prairie path near me. Oh, there's no laws out there. <laughs> this was in an unincorporated area. <laughs> Open like- carry. Just was <laughs> he... <laughs> Blowing off a pistol as he went by. <laughs> but he's like passes me. You hear this like getting closer to you, right? Yeah. And then he passes you pedaling like it's doing. And I just wanted to be like, no, no, you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> sort of like, this doesn't count. Like <laughs> if this worked, there'd be pedals chain on a motorcycle. You know what I mean? Like this doesn't do anything. Yeah. You're not getting a, like a workout, are you? Oh, so, and, and he's just a guy doing his thing. And I couldn't have been angrier at him. I used to love to pull that on your right and then go on their left. I hate when people yell that out. I mean, I get it sometimes if you're blazing. That's the cycling equivalent of tapping someone on one shoulder and walking <laughs> to the other side. That's what that is. On your right, and they look and <laughs> it's impressive. And then when they turn back around, you're just got your arm just giving them the bird. It's <laughs> like, suck it. <laughs> suck it. <laughs> yeah, the um, biking is a good exercise. The. Um, I had a workout the other day for like two seconds. I was at my uh, sister-in-law's. I got a trampoline back there. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is like, you go in there, wears you out. I believe that. Beats up that core. I believe, were you doing like flips and shit? Everyone's got a trampoline. No, I can't do that stuff. I'm not acrobatic. I'm not a, I'm not a tumbler, if you will. <laughs> I did take you tumbling. Want the, you want one of the Jesse White tumblers? I didn't know that about you. <laughs> I always wanted to break the color barrier in the Jesse White tumblers. <laughs> Be the, that'd be a great sketch. The first white, Jesse White Tumbler. That'd be a great sketch. Jesse White Tumblers are impressive. Yeah, you're right. They've been using that tramp for a while. Everyone's got a trampoline now in the backyard. That's like the big hit, you know? My daughter actually asked me today, I was going to use this in trivia or just in conversation. This is what you deal with as a parent. You get these random questions. But she asked me um, where the trampoline, when it was invented, when it came around. So I had oh, to tell we- her, Candito Trampolini. <laughs> that's my go-to every time she <laughs> where do chicken nuggets from come well candido nugget you ever hear candido nugget <laughs> i love this doll well you know the candido american doll was a great contributor and no but the trampoline do you know where um what year do you think the trampoline made its day i have no clue i uh we've, we've shown how bad i didn't I have a this. clue either dude um i'm gonna guess I first want to tell you how I'd love to answer because this is the first paragraph in Wikipedia. <laughs> if I was just like, actually the Inuits would toss blanket dancers in the air on a walrus skin during the spring celebration <laughs> of the whale harvest. Oh. Like, oh you okay. actually were that, Dad? <laughs> 1794. I love how you just pick a very specific year. That's how you do it, right? <laughs> when you're guessing a year? 
I'd like to pick one. Well, I was gonna. I was thinking like era because it's it's tougher than you think. Do you think it was? I'll give you some choices. Do you think it was the 1700s? Apparently, the 1800s. Not, otherwise, you would have gone <laughs> with my answer. Another, I'm giving you another. Uh, it was the 30s or the late late 20s, 30s. These guys, they're they were Americans. You know where it was invented? Dayton, Ohio. No, great guess though. I guess that. And it could have been. There are many people from there that were capable of amazing things. <laughs> Flyers. The Wright brothers who had a bike shop where you could lay down and ride a bike and then go into the air. It's amazing. It was uh, invented in Iowa. Really? I could see that. They're looking for something to do. By a couple of gymnasts. These guys were inventors and gymnasts, but they were, uh, last names were Nissen or Nyson and Griswold. So this was, okay, so this was the modern trampoline. I was thinking the Inuit version that you had <laughs> previously. <laughs> When did that one come about? That was a long time ago, up in the Arctic area, probably centuries ago. But yeah, they, they knew not to call it like a Nissan or a Griswold. That could have changed everything. They called a... Griswold? Yeah, they, that family wouldn't even have been named that in vacations mm -hmm. if Griswold was a trampoline. Oh, Clark trampoline instead? Clark, <laughs> you know, a generic term for a trampoline? We need to call it this from now on. A Griswold? A rebound tumbler. Oh, Wow. A rebound tumbler. I thought that was one of the Jesse White tumblers after a breakup. <laughs> a hungover one. Rebound tumblers <laughs> after a breakup. Do you remember the tramp trampoline game where you would get like one guy, like two people, one on one side, one on the other with like a, a wall that was in between them. And then you had like a ball, it was like space ball or something. You had to no. throw the ball into... They would have it at like uh, places that maybe had batting cages and like indoor... You no, but saw that, that as a sounds, kid. That sounds like one of those things that sounds amazingly fun, and then you get there, and if you're not good at it, it's like the worst day of your life. <laughs> yeah, it's a. T I remember it being tough and like exhausting, but fun. I believe I that. I remember like it just kind of disappeared, but I do remember playing it a little bit in the '80s. I'm older than you, obviously, as we, as you bring up usually every episode, but I just wanted to strike first. Probably just organic when you talk about something old that I don't recall. <laughs> But the trampoline, man, widely used to train astronauts and pilots. It stands the reason that it was invented in Iowa, right? There's not it's kind of a boring place. Like, can't really get up in the sky. I mean, I, like California, I bet, in, you know, invents things like surfing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you, use, you use what you have. You go into the ocean or you climb a right. mountain. or you. These people are like, how, how do we? I was just like, we just want to see over corn. <laughs> well, well we over there. something that can get you above the corn will be okay um, was paintball a thing when you were a kid no laser tag was okay i think we were going from laser tag into paintball which not the opposite of laser tag laser tag i always wanted to do paintball i've never done it i've never done it either but it was like I, friends would be like you want to go and i'd be like i'm very interested it's like okay uh, be here at 8 a.m. Uh, on Saturday. Uh, we'll be gone 17 hours, and people who are much better at this will be hitting you with very painful globs of paint. Yeah, that's the thing, right? You get some experts. You get all those uh, weekend warriors that snipers. light up your goggles. <laughs> just yeah, snipers just in the up in a perch. <laughs> You're trying to scamper like a friend's laser tag party we went up against this other team you know they just happened to be there also and it was like us versus them and it was just our friend's party it was the first time for most of us there versus like the expert team you know the oh, people God. who didn't play chess you know <laughs> <laughs> like they'd be like three two one and we'd all just be <laughs> just dead immediately like, how'd they even get us that far away Dude, you know places to hide you try to, but I mean, they're so good. Like before you even see them, you're just getting shut down over and over. Oh yeah. And it's a very sad robotic version of the wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I remember going into the laser tag. There was no strategy because we we're just kids are at an age and you'd hide for, you know, 30 seconds and be like, okay, I got to go. No one's going to find me. All right. I got to You couldn't sit still. What are they doing out there? So you just have just people running by. I got you. I got, you know, so, pain in the ass but oh. paintball i've always wanted to try we should go sometime let's like now do it seems like a good time to take it up that'd be great 
that's that's my goal to get back to normal so I can do paintball with Jim. <laughs> be terrible. I uh, I got pink eye for my bike ride yesterday. You see that in my left? What? No. There was like a sand get away storm. from me. There was like a sandstorm. May have come up from uh, New Orleans. I don't know its origin. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. Um, but like you got it, some air beach in your eye. I did. I got some air beach up in there. Um, I went like uh, I, I went out at like eight o'clock last night, and about half an hour in, I was just like, it's time to turn around. It's you know just ominous, you know. And I'm scrolling through the forest preserve, and uh, yeah, like a bunch of debris hit that side of my face, and uh, I have pink eye today because of. And then someone farted on my pillow, but I don't what? know if that had anything to do. With it. Isn't that what they say is how you get pink eye? That was like no. the rumor when we were kids. You didn't Oh, hear really? That? Oh, no. yeah. Pink eye, they said it was because someone farted on your pillow. Who would come in and do that? Just Preferably a sibling, <laughs> you'd hope, you know? I never Weird heard neighbor. that before. Really? Oh, yeah. No. That was always the... And when we got pink eye, you'd say it was because someone farted on their pillow. Oh, I thought it was And then like they rubbed their like eye that. in it. Knock on wood, I don't think I've never, ever had that pink eye. Really? Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. I've had bloodshot eyes at points, but not like uh or mono. Did you ever get mono? That was like the makeout one, right? That's the makeout. That's the doesn't that put you down for like a, a couple of weeks? I never got that either. Wasn't that the COVID yeah, that would, junior high? Yeah, that knocks you out. Mononucleosis. I mean, wasn't that one that like a letter got sent around the school? Like, hey, listen, Pat's not. Oh, is it super contagious? I think it it's fairly contagious but it's also like they're gone for a long period of time and it's one of those you gotta let people know like meningitis like hey pat's not gonna be he got mono i wanted that letter to come out like <laughs> jimmy made out with someone how did he get it <laughs> you know Bink. but like you, you can't really get mono for making out with yourself <laughs> <laughs> just changes the rumor instead of anyone believing it Oh, man. All right. Should we dive into trivia? Let's go. I mean, the trampoline thing was borderline trivia, right? But this would that had nothing to do with. We usually do current stuff or that was, you know, this week in history, which we can start off with uh, this week in um, history. 1996 hit single song came out. It was a uh, total pop song by a all female artist group. I'll hot dog Jefferson for it if you want it. I don't even know if I need it. Is it Spice Girls? Sugar Ladies? <laughs> it sure is the Spice Girls. Uh, it is the Spice Girls. Well, if you want to be my lover. Yeah. Do you know the name of the song? The actual, the actual name? Send about it down. The wine is all around. <laughs> I cannot think of the name of the song for the life of me. Wannabe. Oh, yeah. Wannabe by Spice Girls. Wannabe. Yeah. All right, take a shot at naming the uh, Spice Girls by their Oh, nickname. dude, this is so easy. By their nickname? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got it? Simple. Uh, ginger, baby, uh, sporty, old, <laughs> herbsen. <laughs> herbsen. <laughs> um, ginger, sporty, baby, scary, yes. and uh, Beckham's wife, uh, Posh Spice. You are correct. Yeah. I went to your brother and sister-in-law's house earlier. We went through these questions. <laughs> Dude, nice work. Callbacks. You are dominating. That's right in my wheelhouse. The Spice of 96? Oh, yeah. I was 15. <laughs> Young Jimmy Flanagan with his learner's permit and his eye and a 1988 Grand Am. Oh, well, then you should get this one, too. In 1997, oh, NATO invited these three countries to join. <laughs> <laughs> I was 16 by then, and I had stopped caring about this. It. <laughs> it was a rough year for me. Yeah. Um, Dude, I always pass the, those facts up. It's just hilarious to me to think that, like, isn't that maybe what we should know? Like, that might even, like, hit us in the pocketbook. Right. We know when, like, the Marlins were added to MLB <laughs> or, like, the Timberwolves. 93 was the Marlins in the uh, Rockies? Yeah, I think so. Um, but what Czechoslovakia. About North American trade agreement. <laughs> Dude, Czechoslovakia is one of them. The Czech Republic is one. Is it really? Yeah. I wasn't going to let you. Um, are they all from that era? area? Because I figured it might be some of that, uh, that war-torn nature of the uh, European bloc at that point. They are all from that neighborhood. Bosnia? No. Well, I had one. Yeah, you had one. I think we should stop there. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, 
linger on this one. <laughs> All right, what about Pennsylvania? Is Pennsylvania the answer? Poland and Hungary were the other two. All right, here, this TV show, we're going to dial it back a little bit. It's a game show, and it made its debut in 1976, the Bicentennial. It's the year I was born. My mom always calls me her Bicentennial baby. Does she really? Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my next album, Bicentennial Baby. Baby. That's terrible. Please don't do that. Um, I've got a, two guests. I like to I secretly test, test research on you, okay? So I, I can't use that as a title. All right. All right. What about these titles instead? I'm going to guess Jeopardy. Ooh, that's a good guess, Jim, but it is not Jeopardy. Is this show still on the air? I was between Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. This show is still on the air. Oh, I'm going a totally different route, though. It's not Wheel of Fortune. It's a Price is Right, isn't it? No. It's not prices right. This is more of a prime time game show. Um, to catch a predator. I would give you a hint of um, if you were to ask a lot of people to name a game show, I'm sure a certain number would. $100,000 pyramid. No. If you were out there, like you were surveying a bunch of people, they would probably someone would name this. <laughs> oh my God. How did I miss this? Um, was one of the members of Home Improvement a host? <laughs> yes. Was one of and the kings no of comedy one... also a host? Yes. Uh, the Can you name the original host of The Family uh, Feud? Was he the makeout guy? Was he uh, old King Kissy Face? Probably gave some yeah. people mono. He had mono constantly. He was always certain uh, times he turned it on and he just wasn't there. These two families just stand there reading their Dear John letters. <laughs> Um, I can't think of his name for the life of me, but I should know it. It's not Louis Anderson. It's not Richard Karn. It's not Steve Harvey. Why don't I just hot dog Jefferson? Oh, that'd be great. All right. Little Andre. Wow. Little Andre. I can change up the first one. Richard, um, Richard the Giant? Um, yeah, Little Andre. I stand by it. Richard Kirilenko? Richard 3000? There was an anniversary, I think, yesterday. This guy getting drilled in the face. By Richard Eric Dawson. Schaum. Wow, I don't know how I missed that. I'm sorry. You couldn't go hawk either. That's great. Lil Andre is a fantastic. First of all, fantastic. You got the Richard name. quickly. I, that was the part that was easy. First of all, it's a fantastic rap name as well as being a great hot dog Jefferson. Well, if I ever record another album, I was thinking about naming it Little Andre. Bicentennial <laughs> Boy by Little Andre. Bicentennial Baby. Mm. Asshole. Sorry. Sorry about that. All right. <laughs> Here's the, uh, another um, music question. The Rolling Stones in 1965 hit their first number one single in the United States with this song. First number one single in the United States. Gimme Shelter. 1965. Is that not? It's not. But the confidence was amazing. I double checked what I wrote down earlier. Is it a terrible guess? Is that way off in era? No, that's not a terrible guess at all. Um, uh, wild horses. No. Is there anything it's known for? Anything it's synonymous with? It's a feeling I actually do get when you get them wrong. Satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Checks Satisfaction. Out. Checks out. <laughs> I can't get no. Oh, you've gotten plenty. <laughs> they have that in parentheses before, even on their album, I think. <laughs> Which I've always kind of, what just call it satisfaction? We know what you, why do you think that they qualify like that? Because it's not about satisfaction? Because they're not, the song is about not getting it? You can't get satisfaction? Because it's easier than going satisfaction, but not really. Yeah. It's <laughs> a great point though. And it's not like there's another satisfaction song. Right. Is there? Not that I'm aware of. It feels like they're, sounds like a name of a band, like a Motown, the Satisfactions. Sounds like the name of your next album. All right, here, I got another one for you. Get that into the ground quickly. This is something that I have not, um, I did not know about. Um, but this celebrity had a moment on Arsenio. Maybe he, maybe he didn't sell it. Maybe that's why it's not like as legendary as you might think it is, but it was noted in this day in history. In 1990, this celebrity wept. I don't know what I wept. Wept would be an overstatement. But this celebrity cried on the Arsenio Hall show. Magic Johnson. Dude, great guess. It's not Magic so Johnson. You're really good at making me think like, like I got that. it right. <laughs> because I think everyone should feel that, oh, did he get it right? I, that's a great guess. 
I think that that's right. You mean that satisfaction. And then the he had something to cry about. He was HIV positive. Didn't he talk about it on that show? That's why that's really what I felt like he and Clinton were the first two I remember who had moments on that show. He did. He was like, I have AIDS. And then Bill Clinton came out and played the saxophone. (laughs) And then everyone was like, and not a single tear was wept. (laughs) All the same episode. There was only one episode of the Arsenio Hall show. Is that, is that not right? <laughs> They're like, this can't continue. You remember Carsenio? Carsenio Sen- was awesome. So funny. Uh, Dana Carvey? Dana Carvey, yeah. Carsenio was awesome. That long that's finger like, wagging on Johnny Carson. That's like a, uh, that's a um, underappreciated Dana Carvey sketch. There are I mean, when so you think many- Dana Carvey, you think like... I think church lady, church lady. I think chopping broccoli, chopping broccoli. That was my, probably my favorite. George Bush, George Bush, Edwin Harry, Edwin Harry. I forgot about him. <laughs> Edwin Harry was pretty great. Um, Hans and Franz. Oh, I mean, legendary character. Do you remember the? I think it was like right as the Sandler crew was coming in and it was starting to duck out uh, the fresh pepper at the Italian restaurant. You like it? Oh, yes. Pepper? Oh, yes. Bellissimo. Bellissimo. <laughs> Bellissimo. My mom was like, go to your room. <laughs> I was not allowed to watch. It was, who were the guys in that? It's Sandler. Sandler. Neelan. Neelan. Spade? I think Carvey. Carvey. But there's more. Oh, is that fourth? I thought there were several waiters. Maybe it's Schneider. Do you get a chance to work with any of those guys? I get a chance to work with Kevin Neelan, like one of the first weekends I ever did Zany's Vernon Hills. I've got a chance. And I was in awe. Oh, Neilan? Because of, of not just his stand-up. I loved his stand-up, but like, it's like the first celebrity I like did a show with, you know? I would love to work with him. I'm a huge fan. I'm, uh, I, loved, uh, I loved every bit of him as a, as a Weekend Update host. I love it. That'd be awesome, man. Dude, I, I put that in my bio. Oh, dude. You know, when I, you work with a guy like that, it's like... <laughs> did a show with Kevin Nealon, worked with uh, did John, John Lovitz in Cleveland. There are still bios of me floating around, probably like still used by clubs that have uh, Lovitz and David Allen Greer and Rob Schneider. Who, oh, yeah. Great guy. Uh, <laughs> He's our, one of our faves. Him we and talk about him a lot. <laughs> we've, that's one we've teased and never really discussed. Um, El Cantori Restaurant was... Dana Carvey, Kevin Nealon, Kirstie Alley, Mike Myers, Chris Farley, Rob Schneider. Farley too. Oh yeah. Kirstie Alley. So that was the couple. That's a great question. It was Kirstie Alley and And Nealon. And Nealon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, I really thought Sandler was in this. I don't know. That's the one that feels weird to be wrong about. Yeah. Mike Myers makes a lot of He was so young. Too. Yeah. Mike Myers was like the Maitre D, right? Yeah. He was like calm up top. Yep. Oh man. What a great, great sketch. If you haven't seen it, it's called Il Cantore. Um, but if you just Google Bellissimo SNL sketch, it's... <laughs> Bellissimo. Bellissimo. <laughs> fresh ground pepper? You like other pepper? So great. All right, so this guy who wept, I'll hot dog Jefferson for you, and we will move on, is Prince Craps Adobe. Prince Craps Adobe? Yes. Stand-up comic. <laughs> Andrew Tyson Clay. <laughs> It is. Andrew Dice Clay. I'm like, Andrew Shit's Tent? That was my first guess. I'm like, I don't think, I don't think that's a celebrity. Did you get into Dice? A uh, little bit. I, I mean, it was a phenomenon. I loved it because he was oh, yeah. swearing and say, I had to like look up half the words. What about you? Yeah, I know uh, who, who used <laughs> to open for him and celebrating a birthday today. What? Do you know who that is? Um, is it? Oh boy, I couldn't even try. <laughs> Sebastian. Is it Mascalco. under the sea, Sebastian? <laughs> it is Sebastian. Happy birthday. The only way Sebastian. to Happy birthday, Sebastian. That's uh, awesome. The only way to hot dog Jefferson his name is to use his first name for his last name. He has That's to right. be under the sea, Sebastian. Dude, I ran into a name that is un hot dog Jeffersonable. I can't wait. Yeah, Sebastian is too. Yeah. It's a very tough one. Yeah. 
All right. So that brings us down a road where I kind of went down a rat hole because uh, I was reading a lot about that. This is the typically when uh, Wimbledon is. Uh Oh, are you in uh, Wimbledon? We might have talked about this once or twice on the show. It's my favorite. It was my favorite thing in the summer, man. Yeah. And the um, this is the first time it hasn't happened since World War Deuce, since the return of the World War. World War Strikes Back. World War and the Temple of Doom. Or two, Judgment Day. <laughs> World War Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> no, it's the, uh, yeah, the first, first one since uh, then that the year that it hasn't happened, 2020. So I went on a deep dive on Wimbledon. So I kind of focused on our lifetime, but I did go into um, like the all-time winners. Um, do you know who the, who's won the most men's singles at Wimbledon? Men's singles in Wimbledon. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Roger Federer. You are correct. What? Roger Federer, who on Twitter, I just saw recently, someone wrote 50% of his name is ER. <laughs> That's a Roger <laughs> Federer. And highly accurate. That's I, been staring uh, at everybody. Like everyone knows there's a bunch of ERs that they're looking at, but that is such a phenomenal joke. That's an awesome joke. 50% of his name is Er. I, yeah, uh, do you know how many he's, win- he's won? How many Wimbledons? Or are we talking matches overall? How many Wimbledon titles? This is all Wimbledon that we're talking about today. Okay, I didn't know if it was tournaments or matches at Wimbledon. Uh, eight. He has won eight. Dude, these are on a tee for you. I don't know, I do you know like... who has won the most women's titles? Um, Serena. Venus. No. no. Ooh. Um, it's got to be another Williams, right? Andy Williams. Cat Williams. <laughs> um, no, the most women's, uh, Billie Jean King. No, it is not. Martina. It's not Joel Okerlund Queen. <laughs> that one ready. Martina is a very on. Un- this is the one that you cannot hot dog Jefferson. Not Martina Navratilova? Can you? No, no, but is that the name? It is, yes. It's Martina. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, you cannot. Martina Navratilova. I don't even think know about, another Martina. Think about this. She has won nine of them. Nine. Amazing. Her first one she won was mm-hmm. 1978 and the last one she won was 1990. Nine over point, point she won 13. six in a row she won six in a row at one point man that level of dominance so insane six and wimbledon's she, in a row uh, yeah from 82 to 87 nobody was beaten martina would be a good 30 for 30 wouldn't it it would be a good 30 for 30 do you do you want to take a shot at who won like who was winning who else won like um billy jean king won four of them Okay. First one in 1968, last one in 1975. And then she kind of handed the baton to... Someone before Martina? It was like kind of in between Billie, Billie Jean and Martina. I don't think I'd know Amer- this one. America's sweetheart. Um, Mary Lou Retton. No. I don't, I don't think I'd know who She was, was on the uh, Griswold in the backyard. <laughs> she was. For <laughs> she gymnastics. Was for the old Jesse White tumblers. Chris Everett. Oh, yeah. That's a name I forget. Chris Everett, she won one in 74. And then the last one she won in was in 81, but she won three of them. Okay. And, and then, then this... Martina um, dominated. Yeah, Martina dominated. And then this other woman won seven. Was Monica Seles In addition to Serena. Serena has won seven. Oh, okay. Serena's won seven, and then someone else has won seven. Yeah, was Monica Seles around enough? No, I don't think that she was. No. Is Monica Seles the one that got stabbed? And then came back, if I recall. Yeah. That was brutal. You ever see that footage? No, I never, I never watched it. I probably should at some point. Um, well, that might throw up some red flags around here. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Some guy randomly searched <laughs> stabbing video. If that's the worst thing on my search history, I'm okay. Um, I don't even This woman know. won seven titles from 1988 to 1996. I mean, that's, was, a, that's dominance for the German. Uh, Martina Hingis. 22 Grand Slam titles. It's not Martina. Um, I, gosh, I can't even think who was in that era. I'm blowing it. Steffi um, Graf. Oh, yeah. yeah and then after Steffi Graf, was really um, dominance by the Williams sisters. I don't think I watched enough women's tennis at that time as a kid. I never watched a lot of tennis, especially like it was just, but occasionally I can remember being, 
you know, middle of the day and it's just be on and like Boris Becker, Yvonne Lendl, McEnroe, mm-hmm. Connors, like that era. Agassi, Sampras, but like Chang. Agassi, but then Sampras, I never really knew like where he was. Sampras won okay. seven times in, yeah. in Wimbledon. He what was, did Agassi uh, end up with? He won five in a row at one point. Agassi had only won one. Okay. What about Nadal? He's won twice. I mean, if it weren't for how many times has he lost a Federer in that final, you know? Exactly. Boris Becker has won three times. He lost four times in the finals. <sighs> Boris Becker. Some great names. And now uh, the reigning champ has won five times. And he is. is uh, Novak Djokovic? He is. No. He's no Djokovic. No Djokovic. <laughs> He's a legit. He's Novak. Didn't he? He's <laughs> Novak Djokovic? You take out Vak? He's no Djokovic. <laughs> Next guy is Novak Djokovic. He had the Rona. Did he really? Yeah, he got it. He held, he held a tournament recently, and they all got it. So was that like how you want? It was a it was a tennis tournament. It was. It was just like a Corona tournament. <laughs> um, didn't he get busted for PEDs early in his career? Oh, did he? I felt like there was a big tennis scandal, and I felt like he was one of the names that came up for something. I could be besmirching his good name. I don't know. You know, none of that would surprise me to see the level and the length of dominance. It kind of defies the uh, smell test on some of this, you know, Federer, I think it's like 15 years. Yeah. It's like he won a bunch in a row, 03 to 07. And then he won again in, in 2017 and yeah. won two in between those. It's like, okay. Right. That last run seemed. Dude, I want to win this Venus Serena thing. I actually wrote this down just to like give people an idea. Venus won in 2000 and 2001. 2002 and 2003, Serena beat Venus in the finals. 04, Sharapova wins randomly. 05, Venus. 07, Venus. 08, Venus over Serena. 09, Serena over Venus. 2010, 2012, 2015, and 2016, Serena. And then they both lost in the finals the last three, uh, last 2017, 18, and 19. They were. I mean, that's 20 years of Wimbledon yeah. dominance. And at the same time, how many of those did they win the doubles also? Uh, I didn't even click on that. But what, I mean, I they... don't believe in doubles. They would, they would also do that, though. Um, yeah. You know, they would play the doubles tournaments and dominate those, too. I mean, it's incredible. And all these people won these titles wearing what? What's the dress code at... Uh, collared shirts and skirts for the ladies and collared uh, uh is it lacoste are well, we going they're, they're very strict you have to wear all white all white they said like that they the um used white tennis balls until 86 and they switched to yellow switched to yellow for tv it's hard to see white balls on television i don't know i have no they've won six wimbledon doubles titles the sisters yeah so on top of their single, I mean, and many of those were the same year that they're teaming up against each other on Friday or, you know, teaming up together on Friday and then like facing each other in the finals a couple of days later. It's pretty crazy. That is nuts. Yeah. I wonder how they keep that edge. And if you're the dad, like, do you have a, uh, did he pass away? Did he die? I think he did. I think he died. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite? I mean, do you have like a <laughs> I think it, deep down? Like I really, I rooted for Venus yesterday. I rooted for Serena. Like, I think it probably varies, you'd hope, right? Based on who's going through what and who needs it more. They were like on the radar of a lot of people early on because they were phenoms, right? Really? It's almost like that's what it takes now. Mm -hmm. I just watched this. uh, You need like a very aggressive parent. (laughs) You need a parent that is crazy. (laughs) Do you ever ever get mad at your parents for for not pushing you to do extreme things your entire childhood. <laughs> I just like, I like to put it on record. Like I'll stick my head out the window. You know, what are you doing? Like they went out to play basketball and then you go out there and they're like, you know, throwing stuff in the air and like feeding grass to the dog. Like, I thought you came out here to shoot hoops. Well, we're just bored. Like, well, you're never going to make it. You know what it takes? Do you know what it takes? I just, I just want to be on record. Like I'm not going to be, I'm not going to force them to do it and mm-hmm. run drills. But, but they need to me, know. You show me you got the, that burning, fu- that burning fire inside you. That's great, man. Teach them young. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of sick what it takes now. It's, it kind of takes the fun out of it. Like yeah. in order to make it, you got to be like a robot. That's it. And like, you're doing a single sport all year. Right. You know, past a certain age. 
You got to get a coach and do all this one-on-one nonsense. How parents do that, man. I have no, I can barely get myself through a day. I couldn't imagine like three kids schedules who are athletes and making them yeah. food. And I mean, it's, ah, oh, what a terrible use of your time. Anyway. And anything can happen on these youth sports teams, you know, wild things happen. Like to this team in 2018, they found themselves in a bit of a dilemma. It's beautifully done. Do you know who this is? 2018, this team found themselves in a bit of a dilemma. Is it a professional sports team? No, I was talking about kids sports, youth sports. Was this the uh, 20, was this the uh, Chicago World, uh, Little League World Series team? Nope. Jackie Robinson West. This team found themselves kind of trapped. Was this the, <laughs> the kids soccer team? Yep. They got trapped in a mine? Yes, it was a cave. Cave. A Thai cave. This was unbelievable. I did a little deep dive on this story. Dude, this is June 23rd, 2018, after a practice or a game or whatever. Mm -hmm. They went to celebrate a birthday party in this cave. And then the monsoons came. And they had signs posted, you cannot go in, don't go in the cave, July to November. They went in June 23rd, and they got trapped. Wow. Scary, scary shit. These guys... They didn't know they were alive until July 2nd. They were in there for 16 days. Reading about it is really kind of crazy what they, what they had to do. They went in there with this assistant coach who, you know, I mean, it's like, that's why he's the assistant, I guess. <laughs> head coach, though. <laughs> head coach wasn't even there. I mean, they went there for a birthday party? Yeah. That yeah. seems like someone's trying to trap you in a cave. <laughs> the kid celebrated his birthday in the, in the isolation. For 16 days. Yep. Where they were, it took these divers, professional divers, six hours to get to them, to their location in the cave they were, which was like two and a half miles away. It included like areas that were 15 inches by 28 inches. Like That's amazing. You know, like Dufresne crawling out of his cell (laughs) in Shawshank or... And every single Thank God these weren't American kids (laughs) stuck in the... And then five hours to get back. Five hours. Even like the most like seasoned uh, divers. One guy lost his life, a Navy SEAL from Thai, Thailand, a Thai Navy oh SEAL. God. Did but all they, of the kids survive? All the kids survived. Four came out on July 8th, four on the 9th, and four on the coach came out on the 10th. That's a good move, coach. You better go last. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get out there first. I got a game plan. For, uh, I might need to recruit, who knows, but I, uh, I need to get out there. Yeah, get out there. We got practice tomorrow. <laughs> I got to get ready. Oh, God. Thank God everyone's okay there. I remember following that story. I do too. I didn't realize it was only two years ago. And I didn't realize all, I remember they had to like bring out one kid at a time, right? They brought out like four at a time. Yeah, but I think they were assigned to groups. I mean, there were like mm-hmm. 90 divers throughout this. It was a unbelievable feat that they pulled this off with only one person losing their life. I mean, you read about it because what happened, what they said was they only had a short window. The monsoon, they had another monsoon coming. They thought was going to hit July 11th. So they started pulling them out on July 8th. The other alternative was like, let them get trapped in there. We'll just send them food, but they thought they might run out of oxygen. They were going to let them almost like stay there till November. Holy shit. Gone till November. (laughs) January, February, March, April, May. <laughs> That's crazy. Right? So the um, movie will be out soon. MGM signed a deal. They have the story. Oh, really? And, and Ron Howard is on to direct. That's such a more uplifting story, too, though, than like the Chilean miners. Because these oh, are yeah. all kids and they're pure. Like the Chilean miners, by the time they got out of that cave, out of that mine, like all their shit was already exposed for the world to see. Do you oh, remember that? Really? No. Oh, there was a guy whose like wife and mistress showed up like for his evacuation. <laughs> oh my gosh. How long was like, that one? He's like, can you put me back in? Um, <laughs> that I had forgot about that one. A few years before this one. That had to be 2015, 2016-ish, right? Maybe even it, earlier. I don't know. used to be all the, the stories we'd follow, you know? Yeah. Kids in wells, people trapped. That, that was, was 2010. Idea. Oh, was it really? Yeah. And they all survived? Um, zero deaths. Wow. August 5th through October 13th. They should have a, a banquet with the Chilean miners and the Thai soccer kids. Get them all together. 
hopefully somewhere very secure, <laughs> something entirely landlocked. Put him in Iowa on a trampoline. We could swap some stories, man. Get him in Iowa. All right, I'll close it out, man, because I got to go to dinner. I'll ask you this last question here. In 2000, this band dropped their debut album, and they've gone on to be one of the top five all-time touring, making money. They are... Um, are they still together? I believe they are. Are they country music? No, good guess, though. You could take a shot at name. I listed, uh, I wrote out all the, the top 20 touring acts. I want to nail this. Time and they're in here. Have they put out anything in the last five years that you know of? Like, you know, maybe there's an album somewhere, but anything that you remember hearing? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. They've had like nine albums. And I have no reason to believe that they broke up. But is I Maroon 5? Um, no, it is not. They've not released an uh, album in the last few years. Oh, a hot dog Jefferson for you in 10 seconds. You don't get it. I would love a hot dog Jefferson. Sounds weird to say. Um, hot work. Oh, jeez. They do an amazing cover of Fight for Your Right to Party. They absolutely do. Um, do they really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if their name was Hot Work? <laughs> That'd be great. Um, Cornell Lawrence does an amazing piano cover of uh, Fight for Your Rights they did right after Adam Yelk died. And uh, like a live concert, it was really great. Uh, I'm looking it up. Coldplay. It's awesome. You should look it up. You should listen to it on your walk over to the restaurant. Well, you're we're going to drive, about man. It's hot Southwest egg rolls. <laughs> we're, we're, we're driving. They're really top five touring. I don't see it in Spotify. Spotify. No, it was uh, YouTube. Coldplay? Yeah, I'm sorry. They were listed number five. They were listed number five. You had uh, Ed Sharon, U2, GNR. Um, no Rolling Stones? Stones, ACDC, Metallica. Guns I just played a trivia night recently with a bunch of comics, and this question was in there. Top 20? Top 20. Yeah, All right. Name, name as many as you could. Bruno uh, Mars, Bruce Springsteen, oh, wow. Taylor Swift, Garth Brooks, ACDC, Madonna, Pink. Beyonce's not in there. Ooh. Don't see her. Pink, that's interesting. That's all of them. All right, well, there goes that trivia question <laughs> you answered them. That's all I got, man. Back to a more normal week after all the uh, no presidents died. No one, no weird presidential trivia. <laughs> it took a week off. Everyone. I didn't get like too historical all the time. I'm trying to be more all encompassing it. for everyone. I love it. You were sincerely all over the place and it was perfect. How about in this day, 1947? Science fiction people love this and conspiracy theorists. This happened in 1947. Area 51? Yes. Roswell, New Mexico. There was a UFO crash. I've never, I've never understood conspiracy. Like arguing with conspiracy theorists is the hardest thing in the world to me. Because oh, there's no logic you can. Right. You know you what can't I mean? Argue with a dumb person. Right. <laughs> like I've got facts, but they're like, well, aliens could have landed there, and it's like, oh, okay, all logic's out the window. Oh, that's the best. That circular logic. Like, oh yeah, who said that? Who told you there's no UFOs? People told you. About Adam and Eve? You, know, you think that's true? No, nothing's true. You can't believe anything. Right. I love when they say that. You can't but, believe anything anymore. Right. Yes, you can. Yes, yes, you can. There's still tr truth still exists. Mm -hmm. You can't believe anything, but I'm expecting you to believe everything I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Everyone's lying but me. <laughs> Scientists, what do they know? They told me what I... That's my new favorite thing. I'm on like a group text... I'll just get like ridiculous stuff forwarded because there's like, there's so many people out there. Like I hate the quote unquote media, but they love like American Patriot Eagle dot org is <laughs> littered with the like, pop-up ads. Like there's like eight ads and then a sentence and then five ads and a sentence. And it's all about how the Clintons and Trump and Epstein and they all the deep, dark, world or whatever state it's all so it's hilarious far gone you can't like i can't even begin to unravel this first of all i can't even begin to cite the source you look at the source sometimes it'll be like a guy and then you're like just google that guy and then it'll be like sandy hook conspiracy theorist yeah no shit. hoax everything's a hoax everything's mm -hmm. i mean when we were kids it was like bigfoot elvis being yeah. alive J who shot jfk is like those conspiracy theories existed but they weren't like divisive it was just like they were fun like and people weren't is like, Elvis still alive here? My sister had like a tape of like a voice message. Like uh -huh. he was like, Hey, I'm uh, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm still, I'm eating well. 
It's like, is that Elvis? What? And it could be, but when was it recorded? Like, and they would be upstairs listening to the Elvis tapes. I mean, but that didn't hurt anybody. In 2020. Elvis is dead. No, he's not. Why is his name spelled wrong on his headstone? <laughs> I don't know. Middle name spelled wrong because he's alive. Oh, well, that's um, <laughs> you can't argue with that, you know? I mean, I, uh, if you bought that Is Elvis Dead tape in 2020, click play and just be like, the Clintons. Got- <laughs> right. <laughs> I always dead. It was Bill. I feel like I always wonder about those people. Like, when does Elvis really, when does Elvis actually die in their head? Or do they think that he lives to be like 103? Or like, are they eventually like, okay, he's dead. He's probably dead now. Well, but he was alive in the 80s. (laughs) Well, um, there was that uh, some show, I have not watched it. So I, I don't mean to disparage it, but some show about like chasing Hitler to South America. You heard like on the history channel? Oh, yeah. And I've talked to people who watch it, and I'm like, so you think Hitler's alive? And they're like, well, he's dead now. <laughs> like, oh, because that'd be crazy. <laughs> I think he's still living in South America, it'd be insane. <laughs> but he's think he dead was, like, now. Years but ago, he, was, he was alive for most of UCLA's championships. <laughs> he was a huge John Wooden guy. Because John Wooden was a white supremacist. You know that? No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Is that a conspiracy theory? No, but okay. everything is. Know. No, he was like, he's known to be like the most, the greatest guy ever. For sure. But I just didn't know if that was uh, still a deep conspiracy. I could see anything now, man. Yeah. Some of those conspiracies, though, especially like the school stuff, the school shooting stuff, you're disgusting. Agreed. All right. That seems like a nice note for you to go to, to dinner. Uh, let's go back to, uh, no, I do like the Elvis one. And uh, I wonder what some other ones were. Oh, about Paul McCartney being dead and yeah, uh, John Lennon being alive, uh, Tupac and Biggie. That was, I mean, but those are oh yeah, those are based in hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of difference of like hoping your favorite artist is still alive. True, that's true. That's why I hope that uh, I have to go because we only have two hours. You sit from six thirty to eight thirty. Oh really? Then they kick you out. That's gonna be my go-to bit tonight. <laughs> we only got two hours. We're not talking about. We're not talking about gluten. Let's go. You should bring one of those chess clocks and give each person 30 minutes. And when you talk, oh, yeah. your timer goes down. That's a great idea. Like chess clock, like uh, Flavor Flav used to. <laughs> exactly that. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's exactly the one I'm talking about. He's still alive, you know? Yeah, no, he is. He is. Um, and I believe that... No, he is, dude. No, he is. I know. I, know he is. I believe I mean, he's dead. A what? Oh, I mean, he's dead. Oh, okay. Trying to start a conspiracy. Oh, okay. I believe that George Burns is still with us. I can't believe you guys that Oh, man. Oh, God. You devil. <laughs> Peace. I got to go, man. She's going to kill me. See ya. Bye.